Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Eterna Podcast. You might notice that this one's starting out a bit differently, and that's because I don't have access to all of the files that I normally do. But regardless, I want to give a very big thank you and shout out to a few people that are helping us get our normal computer for editing back up and running. That's going to be Brian Bridges from LCP, Kim Metzger from LCP, Beholder's Eye, the Service Desk Podcast, and more. Maddie from So Maddie Games and So Nerdware, and Robin from the podcast for the Untimely Dead. I want to thank all of you very much for helping us, and we'll be back on our normal rig very shortly. I'd also like to thank our patrons, Brian Bridges, Brian Rafe, Donald Bewley, Tim Demuse, Eric S. Pat, Wesley Sullivan, and Robin Mims. Thank you all very much, and let's get into this week's episode. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z, you motherfuckers, uh, well, one of you had a very uh, interesting dream where you got a lot of answers and weird shit started happening. And another one of you had another dream where, well, uh, a nameless person gave you a mystery power to sear away the evil. Doesn't it all sound shady? Shadow. Uh, joined the group as they happened to be traveling in the same direction. And Brock rolled a lot of ones. Brock exists. So we awaken this morning to travel on towards Thorn. You're a couple more days out from the town just because without a lot of good ability to do so, your little self-made caravan does move pretty slowly. Would anybody like to bring anything up right quick or get right into it? Brock's still running. Brock runs. Still not on a cart. Still jogging. Jogging to jog. I think Leaf is is going to be foraging uh, to the best of his ability. Uh, I, I think we talked about it briefly, but uh, anything of magical value in particular, like regents and whatnot, uh, would, would be something he would be seeking out in particular. All right, go ahead and first give me a survival check. Really should put more points in survival. Yeah, you probably should. I figured I'd be covered with knowledge nature. <laughs> I know all about it. I just can't find it. That, that's book smarts, boy. Yep, it's a 12. Oh, okay. I'm going to say with that, you're able to grab enough food, uh that you just happen to pass by um, to feed yourself and one other person for the day, but uh, you don't find anything particularly impactful in terms of reagents or things that could be used for magical crafting, unfortunately. That's fine. Well, I think the shadow shone yes. because uh, she has such a fast movement speed and she can be invisible. She will likely scout the road ahead of the party. All right. If that is the case, while everyone else is doing their own thing back a little bit, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, 26. All right. So you creep up the road at a very high rate of speed comparatively, and uh, you see something in the road ahead several bodies of varying size from small and medium to one rather large body 
extremely large body, I should say, size huge, uh, laying on the ground. Uh, you also see a few figures creeping around these bodies, more or less on all fours, and seeming to inspect the bodies. But you are a little far away currently for your dark vision to pick them up clearly. You simply see the movement and the outlines. The moonlight is giving you just enough to look at. Okay. So what I would like to do is she's going to use message. Okay. She's going to talk to uh, the follower of the Desna, uh, Mr. Leonhard. There is uh, things on the road up here. Uh, Brock is going to be very confused as... Uh... He just kind of hears, like, voices in his head or kind of near him. He's just going to kind of look around and be like, what? There is these bodies and there is these creatures and they sneak about to look at them. Do you want me to kill them, yes? Um, no, no, no. No, no. Brock is going to, like, it's obvious it's her, right? Because it's her voice would come through very clearly as her. Yes. Yeah, then uh, Brock is going to run over to wherever, I guess, Riley is. Leaf two, if they're in the same vicinity, I don't know if they're sticking together, but he's going to run over to Riley. He's going to be like, I, I think Shadow found something. I'm, I'm not sure. I think that's her. She is a great deal ahead of the group. That is why she's using message to communicate. And during this, I would like Shadow to roll me a stealth, please. Oh, I am good at those. Hold on. Did, did she inform us that she was scouting ahead, or did she just start scouting ahead? No, she just started scouting. Okay. 30. I take it you're not invisible at the moment because that's not constant, right? No, it's not constant. None of the creatures seem to take notice of you at the moment. This is good. So, Brock, tell me, where is Shadow? Uh, she she said in, in front of the caravan. That's all I know. Uh, she. It, it sounded like she was <laughs> right. whispering in my ear. That is, that's it, but... She, she was, was whispering about, in your ear, but she was in front of the caravan. She's, I, I think, yes, I'm not sure. She's not near me. Then how she is she whispering in your ear? Brock is just going to look at him confused. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's just going to kind of have like a, 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 just a shocked <laughs> face of like, I don't know how to answer this question. Hold All on. of the things we've seen and this yeah, the have, thing you question? I don't have any points in spellcraft, so I don't, I, I have no comprehension of, wait, do I have knowledge arcana at all? Uh, roll no, and see if you get a 10. <laughs> message is a very common spell. Get a 10. Yeah, you'd be familiar with the message spell. And I'm just going to look at him and say, ah, magic. Oh, well, I suppose that does make sense. You're both right. Well, Riley just like peeks around towards the front of the caravan, uh, sees about as far as whatever illumination we have uh, sheds in front of the caravan, and then looks back to Brock and Leaf and says, um... Can you communicate to her? Is, does she feel like she's in danger? Uh, Brock is just going to kind of be like, can you still hear me? Can I still hear him? Um, Probably not unless you make another message. I don't think so. I think just for a couple of seconds after you can hear what the person says, yeah. but this would have been way too long. So then she's going to kind of look back at Riley and be like, I, I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Sean, quick question. We've been traveling with this caravan for a little while. Um, just because I know it's going to come up at some point. 
how many people outside of us, obviously, are actually um, okay in fighting? Looks like they can maybe defend themselves or the caravan a little bit, if any. In in terms of able bodies, not necessarily accounting for any training or aptitude, uh, you're looking at probably about four people that are good to fight uh, with a possible maybe in the in the acolyte Liliana. Right. And what's our total caravan size about currently? Not including the unconscious or otherwise disabled folks. Um, you're looking at about seven people. Oh, okay. In my head, it was almost like double that. So that's good for clarity. Great. Then given all that information, Riley will say, this is kind of a tough predicament. I suppose I don't feel particularly comfortable leaving the caravan to fend for itself. I don't wish for us to depart too far from it, but I also don't wish to lead them into danger. If you want, um, the two of you, or at least one of you, can take lead a small distance while I tell the others to be on their guard, and then we can hopefully just keep moving as a unit until we get more information, or run straight into whatever the problem seems to be. I don't know if you saw um, my message, but I, I think message has a duration of 10 minutes per level, so it should still be active. I love the telephone cantrip. It's great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so as long as you attempt to maintain the connection, you're good. No, well, she's waiting to find out if she gets to kill stuff. No kill. So then, yeah, rock so then would she have heard earlier when I asked if she could still hear me? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, then, in which case, I would have looked to Riley and said, yes, it appears she can still hear. Oh, well, then that's slightly more convenient than what I was anticipating. Can she identify how many, what they are, what we're walking into? And does she feel like she's in danger? Well, first, she's asking me if she could kill stuff. So I, I'm not sure, but I will I will ask. Um, do, do you feel threatened? at all are you, are you in danger it did not see me uh, no she she says she is hidden i suppose um what what is it do you do you know what you're seeing no uh they seem to have a deep four legs yes um go ahead and make me another perception at this point since a little time has passed okay uh that is the 21 all right so you would notice that a couple of these things have gone over to bodies and there's sounds of like something chewing or biting or ripping flesh and I think you take note of at least one of them seeming to begin to grow in size over one of these corpses old uh, uh, Mr. Leonhard um, the, the things they be eating the bodies but uh, one of them is growing it's getting much bigger it, it's getting bigger? Yes. Um, he's gonna look up at Riley and be like, "It, it's it's getting bigger from eating stuff." Um, do you think it's those things that we encountered before? The, the creature that ate the squirrel. Could be something like that. I suppose. I'm not particularly an expert on these sorts of things. We should definitely look into it. Yes. Um, okay, you and Leaf take points. I will alert the others in the caravan to be on guard. 
and we will move forward, but hopefully at a pace that keeps the caravan out of danger. I would imagine that a skirmish is inevitable. So while they are conversating, Shadow, you see one of these creatures uh, has been sitting on top of the extremely large body, which you imagine must belong to some sort of monster or giant. It's been sitting up there a while uh, with these noises going on, and its body, uh, you notice, is beginning to swell, too. Uh, With every moment, its body grows much quicker, and the sounds of crushing bone and ripping flesh grow louder and stronger uh, until itself just kind of rips away uh, a hulking figure which it stands you do not speak sylvan correct no i do okay well you're not there (laughs) okay uh so the others uh you'll notice they stand up bipedally uh after after this uh this transformation has taken the longest uh and then it says something in a language that you do not understand and they begin to walk off into the woods. As it walks away, there are great thudding footsteps. Can can I do something? Um, shadow anchor on the big one. Okay. Um, go ahead and tell me what that does right quick. Uh, well, it gets a will to negate, but uh, the target shadow becomes a flexible tether to its current square. It uh, can only move five feet from that square without penalty going any further requires them to make a bull rush maneuver. Okay. And it takes a minus one penalty for every five feet of distance between it and its tethered square. All right. As it stands, um, we'll save. Uh, What is the save? Uh, 16. Wait, no, because that is a shadow spell. It's an 18. 18, okay. It does fail. And it will kind of like try to step forward and be held back by its shadow. Uh, at which it grumbles loudly. It looks around. Uh, go ahead and make me a stealth check again. With a minus 10. Uh, that would be a 15. Okay. So... I'm going to put you... What's the range on that spell? Just as a question. The range. Let me see. Uh Oh, it's a touch spell. I'd have go, I'd gone up to touch him. Oh, you had to go up to touch him? Yeah. I would have been invisible on my way up, though, because that's how I do my surgeon. So once I touch him, he can see me. Okay, yeah, he's not going to fail then. Uh he turns around and uh, you you can see it more clearly now. This hulking brute, its upper body containing it doesn't really have a head. Its its upper body is almost like a giant mouth um, split in four, and it has two hulking arms. It turns and roars at you. I would like everybody else to make a perception, please. Bad at these though. My specialty. Booyah, 29. 13. That's got a 29. So Hats hears uh, from the distance. He hears this loud rumbling roar as it is quite distant. The rest of you don't hear this. 
It definitely doesn't sound like an animal roar. No. This this is something bigger than an animal. Like, definitely angry. Kind of, like, see him standing on the front of the, the wagon, and his, his pointy little ears just start twitching as he's, like, looking off into the distance. Do you hear that? No, Leaf. What do your elven ears hear? <laughs> uh, something big. It's, uh, yelling. Roaring. Okay, then we need to move. Uh, you two take points. I'm going to go put the others on alert. All right. Yeah. I'm going to start running as fast as I can, which is not very fast. Great. <laughs> and um, e even if this kicks Riley a bit behind Leaf and Brock, if they're moving ahead, Riley's going to move around camp, tell everyone to be on guard. Um, does anyone in our uh, traveling caravan have like a, a, a whistle of some sorts? No one has a whistle per se, but there is somebody who's very good at whistling. <laughs> That's basically just as good, I guess. Um, so Riley will put the caravan on alerts and he tells whoever is very, very good at whistling that if danger erupts to uh, give the loudest whistle possible and uh, Riley will do everything possible to come back and help. All right. While a lot of you are making your way, real quick, I need you to roll initiative, please. 21. That's good. You needed it. You go first. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so the first thing the shadow is going to do is uh, use a swift action to have her sight. All right. Then she's going to use a move action to appear behind the creature. And then she's going to swing at it. All right. Uh, it will be treated as flat-footed for the instant teleportation. Yes. Roll good. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 7 is the 25. That will hit. Uh, 4 plus 3 plus 4. 11. All right. So you cut into it, slicing through this thick hide on the outside. You don't see any color as it's dark. You slice through its thick sort of chitinous hide. You get through that and like the flesh beneath it is very resistant and you barely cut into it and you notice that it's already starting to close back up. Cheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the spirit. Uh, it will turn back around to you it roars, and you also hear slightly more shrill screeches and roars coming from what is now behind you in the woods, uh, from the other figures that had begun to leave. Yes. It's okay. I have a plan for them. What is your CMD? A 19. 19. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Well, let's see what he rolls. That wasn't a one. <laughs> you are grappled. <laughs> yes, it's fine. That's not matter. You fell right into my trap. So it then uh, picks you up and it shoves you in its mouth. <laughs> yes. Okay. Shadow gets eaten. Yes, shadow gets eaten. It's easier to cut from the inside out than the outside in. A little bit. You do notice something strange, though. When you pass 
its mouth, which, uh, uh, because of this form, will immediately do a little bit of damage. Uh, you're gonna take three piercing damage, or actually, it's it's piercing and and bludgeoning. Okay. Um, and that is just on the way down by all these teeth that stick out from its mouth flesh. Uh, you yes. fall into an almost cavernous space, uh, far larger than you expected to be deposited into. Go ahead and make me an acrobatics check. Okay. 25? All right, you negate any potential fall damage you might have gotten, uh, but you do land into a uh, very muscular mass of stomach lining, uh, and okay. the fumes within—they're very um, acidic, and you can you can feel irritation already starting to bloom on your skin. It's your turn. Question number one. Can I just use my teleport to teleport out? I mean, it's dark in here. Uh, how does that... Uh, it is, uh, I had to spin the mythic power mm-hmm. to teleport from one area of darkness to another within a hundred feet as if using greater teleport. Uh, go ahead and make me a concentration check. If you fail, uh, it will not consume your mythic power. How do I do that? I will make it... Um, your level, uh, you, you roll your level, plus your tier, plus uh, your highest mental stat on the d20. Okay, so plus 11. And I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> uh, you teleport out. That is the first nat 20 that this new dice set has rolled. That's good. It's a good time to get it. Yay. So you teleport out. Uh, it does, of course, consume your... Mythic. Move action. Yes, and a move action. Um, but then uh, I will use the uh, surge power. All right. To do what? Distorting shadows. Okay. And where did you go when you teleported? Um, probably uh, the if 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 I get to choose the other side of it, not where the direction the other creatures is coming from, uh, about fifteen twenty feet. That's going to make a difference. 15 or 20 feet? Uh, 20, I guess. Okay. And then I do uh, Distorting Shadows. Okay. Do I need to read it to you? I would prefer, yes. (laughs) Okay, well, I can't do that in Shadows. Uh, (laughs) You create an area of shifting shadows, the darkness and ever-changing pattern of shapes and shades that assault the minds of those within. As a standard action, you designate a point of space within 50 feet to conjure your distorting shadows. It's going to be centered on this creature, by the way. Okay. The distorting shadows swirl around that point in a 20-foot radius spread, affecting any creatures within or entering the area. Any creature that enters the area of your distorting shadows or starts its turn within the area must make a will save or be affected by the shadows, which cause a random effect as shown on the table. They must make the save every round they remain in the area or suffer another random effect. Uh, so it fails. Uh, roll a d6. Okay, I rolled a five, so the creature cannot focus on any task dazing it for one round. And every creature that enters it has to get, have make their own rolls, it says. So. And do they each get a random effect, or is it that effect for the round? No, it's a random thing every time. Okay, one more failed. Uh, so go ahead and roll again. 
that is a four. It is staggered for one round. All right. So that will basically end its turn. The rest of you are growing closer. Uh, anyone with a perception of 10 or higher, please make a perception check. Fuck, I'm one short. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all right. It's cool. That I is also a 29. That is only a 27, uh, unless this is uh, based on smell, taste, or touch. Uh, it is auditory and a visual. You can now see, having been running, uh, that there is uh, something up ahead. Uh, this also makes sense since Riley stayed behind for a minute. So, mm-hmm. uh, as you are running ahead, you can you can see something going on, but uh, it is unclear what. Far away is this something? Uh, quite far, uh, given y'all's speeds. I'd place it at beyond 200 feet. The other ones are searching for them, so they're going to be making perceptions. Two of them take notice of you and approach you, and they are, there's about a five foot gap space between one of these creatures that's uh, rather small, um, about halfling, sized and another one that's about human size that's they look like they're getting ready to pounce uh and then it will be your turn again shadow okay so i'm going to move back 30 feet and i'm going to cast umbral berserker all right as i finish the spell and pour out the invisible ink a fine mist comes from it uh coalesces in a nearby space. It takes on the shape of a human, basically. It holds a massive weapon and has pure white eyes blazing with silent fury. It deals 2d6 plus my charisma bonuses and either bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damages as appropriate for the weapon you decided it's wielding. Every time it successfully hits a target, the target must also make a fortitude save or take one point of strength damage. It's magic. Its weapon is considered magic for the purposes of overcoming DR. So you you summon that. Uh, it, yes. Uh, it doesn't gain actions yet, does it? That's going to be next turn. Next turn. Yep. So, the rest of you uh, make your way closer, uh, revealing several figures: a swirling vortex of shadow, and a rather huge creature uh, that looks to be just coming out of some sort of stupor. Uh, Whenever we get close enough, like within the range of it, I'm actually going to activate my dancing lights to illuminate the area. So that way we can see what's going on from a further distance away. All right. You send out the dancing lights and they scatter around and you can indeed see crimson plating on these creatures. Uh, and Shadow backed away. This is within longbow range, uh, and uh, but you, you have you have to decide whether you want to run and, and keep moving forward, or if you want to shoot. So uh, the the caravan has stopped moving. Uh, the caravan is either moving slower or has stopped moving. Yes, they left that behind a little bit ago. Okay. Um... I, th- I think 
Leaf is gonna move ahead of the caravan and move move towards this uh, incident. <laughs> All right, so you decide to spend the turn closing the distance. I would like both uh, Leaf and Brock to roll me initiatives for next turn. I'm so bad at this. Team. Brock, do you want to just borrow my 21? I'll loan it to you. Got a 16 for Leaf. Uh, yes, I would. I will, I will take your 21. Give it back to you on your turns. Okay, thank you. It is now their turn once again. Riley, you're coming up behind. I'd like you to make a perception, please. 23. Uh, as you're running along, you notice a figure standing between these trees at the side of the road. It looks like Taraxis smiling at you, beckoning you into the woods. Well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Riley's friends are in danger. He's not going to deter from his uh, course. Okay. As you continue running forward, you look away from him and you remember it differently. It wasn't Taraxis. It was some strange pink-fleshed creature, much smaller, but certainly more disturbing in nature. Well, that's also rather concerning. But you charge on. Yes. All right. So the two smaller creatures, uh, the medium one is it's going to charge by the Umbral Berserker and attempt to hit Shadow. Won't he get the... No, because it's a charge. He didn't get the right. So that's going to be an 18 to hit. Uh, yeah, my AC is only 17. So it comes down on you with a claw for three slashing damage. Uh, the smaller one will attack your Umbral Berserker, which also an 18, which I believe its AC is 16. And it's going to attack with a bite uh, for five damage. All right, five damage, you say. Okay. The large one speaks because uh, Leaf, uh, as you understand Sylvan, you would understand this and you're close enough to hear it. Ooh. Leave. Little one, not be eat. And the other ones, which it passes its safe, by the way, for the round. The other ones that are in there also pass. And it is going to attempt to bull rush away. Uh, that is a natural 20. Uh... So it takes a minus one for every five feet it moves, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is able to move its full movement and it disappears into the trees. Uh, the others uh, that were not attacking actively uh, turn and scamper into the woods. The other two look like they're about to turn tail and leave as well. But uh, they, of course, have already used their actions. Shadow, it is your turn. Well, it seems only appropriate to hit this thing with the scythe. Uh, so 14 plus 7 is a 21 to hit? Yes. So 2 and 3 is 5 plus 4 is 9. Alright, so you slash into it. Uh, it, it recoils uh, from the slash, and this one, unlike the the huge one did not does not seem to have any particular resistance to your blade 
Uh, is your Umbral Berserker going to attack one of them? Yes, which is the one that attacked it. Alright. Go ahead and roll for that. So, a 21 to hit. 21 to hit will hit. Uh, 13 damage. 13 damage. So it comes down into this thing and it drops to the ground. Uh, now it is uh, Brock's turn. Brock, you're probably about 50 feet away. So how many are actually still out there fighting? Because how many of them ran into the trees? Uh, one has just been felled. Uh, and the others uh, retreated into the trees on the right side of the road from where you are. Including the huge one. And one is still standing in front of me. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, Shadow, no! Uh, they're, they're retreating! I doubt I'm close enough for it to even be legible. Uh, yeah, we're pretty close. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure she, she really cares if they're retreating. That's that's fair enough as well. So, um, this one's still in her face. So, I mean, we've saying the other ones are retreating, but that one's still in her face. So he's still gonna try and shoot that one. Okay. Let's see what the range is. Yeah, my range is only thirty, so I'm gonna have to do the extended range. But that's only plus one on the thing, which I negate anyway. So yeah, I'm just gonna use my extended range. Uh, throw a rock at it. Okay. Uh, 21. Uh, 21 will hit. 26 damage. Okay, two off a max. Um, Two off a max. You wanna, you, how do you wanna kill it? Oh, uh, just kinda as he runs up and he sees, you know, Shadow fight with this thing, he's just gonna quickly just step forward and like, this kinda spiked rock, just gonna hit it right in the side of the head. So whenever Brock is doing this stuff, like, is he just literally just picking up like a big stone and chucking it like like a trebuchet? It'll manifest out of nowhere. Oh, so so you're like earth bending, like it's it's like dust coalescing into like a stalagmite, and then you, you know, because yeah, he's pulling the the earth from an act. He's actually pulling the earth from either the L. Do you say it's the ethereal plane that he pulls it through, or is it it's actually the ethereal from, plane? Yeah. yeah, he pulls it from the ethereal plane, so it'll actually kind of like manifest next to him, and then just kind of fire off. Now, oh, some of cool. his other abilities, like the ones where he actually just does basic geokinesis and stuff, will actually be just moving rocks. But when he attacks, he summons them and then just fires them off. And uh, they are sizable blasts for the most part. So this spike flies through the air uh, as this thing is turning to run and just clocks it right through the side of the noggin, drops to the ground. No, it was turning to run. Was retreating. Oh, Shadow will probably like clap her hands. <laughs> like she likes this shit. Yes, this is fun. Mm. There is much thudding with the retreat of the enormous creature. What is his movement speed? Thirty. Rock is gonna look at Leaf and he's gonna ask you. You said they were retreating. Do do we need to chase them or is it safe to leave them out there like that? He's just like no. The the big one said to to go away so we wouldn't be eaten. They don't want to fight. Uh, make me sense motive, actually. Uh, leave. That's a nine. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> Great. 
actually meant was, we're full, go away. <laughs> well, for, for clarity's sake, it was saying that she can't be eaten because she teleported out of his stomach. Oh, I totally misunderstood that. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was like, we, we don't want to eat you, kind person. Please leave us no, alone. It's, it's a very stupid creature with a very limited grasp of language. <laughs> just, I mean, leave, just like pause and like rethink what he heard. <laughs> but with, with that nine sense motive, that's certainly something you could think with the wording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just let me let me pull a leaf here. <laughs> but, uh, y'all, uh, unless you are chasing down the big one, y'all are out of combat. Oh yeah, Shadow's not giving up on this okay. thing. Like, like she just like use her swift action again. The scythe is gone. Pulls her bow and fires at it. Okay, uh, it is going to have cover from the woods. So go ahead and shoot. Okay, so. <laughs> 18 plus 8 is 26. Then. It will miss. You hit a tree. <sighs> I hope the tree doesn't catch on fire. Buck is going to kind of run up to her. Just like, stop, stop. <laughs> leave, 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 no. Sid. Leave, Sid. They don't want to hurt anybody. Stop. Leave them alone. He's just like, I do not work for the leaf. <laughs> I work for the uh, like butterfly. That thing, it is going to die. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. He's just like back there rubbing his chin. You know what? On second thought, these guys are actually kind of monsters and, and cannibals. So, you know, to, to whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you have fired. Uh, do you want to do anything else? Oh, yeah. She's going after it. Okay. Like, she's not going to try to get right up on it. She's, she's figured out melee with this thing may not be the best answer. But she's go she's she's going to stay within firing range of it with you know within that first range increment all right. at all time. So uh, what are what are the other of you doing? Uh, I'll say that Riley catches up right about now since <laughs> Leaf was rubbing his chin. Great, great. So yeah, Riley like rushes up and he's um, you know obviously he doesn't jog as much as Brock, so you know he's a little out of breath. Um, he does have a con score, so I'm imagining he's not dying, but still. And uh, he just like catches up to Leaf and uh, like looks around and says, "What happened?" Uh, there are corpses all over the ground. Can I identify these things due to my new proximity? Uh, sure. So I assume then that you approached. Um, are you trying to identify the things that have been killed or the things that were already dead? Well, th- yeah, the things that were killed, the the things that were like lurking around the bodies first. Um, they look very much like humanoids. Uh, one very small, similar to a halfling, and the other similar to a human. However, they have featureless faces with split mouths as their fronts, and uh, uh, they look very similar to that, to that red squirrel. Uh, but people. Uh, I mean, he. I guess he just kneels down. And, oh n- no. These are people. Where's the danger? Shadow chased the creatures off into the woods. I think Brock was following. Was Brock following? Oh, Brock's, no, Brock still stayed in there. Like He's kind of like oh. looking at Leaf at this point, because Leaf was like, no, they're not wanting to fight people. So Brock's kind of like looking at Leaf, like, do we go stop her? Like, I, I don't know. You're, you're making the call here, it seems. Apparently, Leaf has terrible object permanence. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> Brock is now there. Never mind, he's not pursuing. 
Um, so yeah, Shadow ran off into the woods chasing the creatures. They look like altered humans. I, I don't think we should pursue into the woods. Make me a heal check right quick as you inspect the quote-unquote human one. Should we pursue her? Natural 20 nice. for a 20 seven. Wow. Um, you Wham. would be able to see from its wounds that while it has similarities to a human, it most certainly isn't. There are parts inside that are just missing. Like, not like it looks like they've been removed. They're just not there, nor were they likely ever. The skull has a completely different physical structure. Uh, it is elongated. They have claws. These claws are made out of effectively, like, extended bone. Like, they look structurally similar to humans, but there are a lot of different. I'm sorry. I've just been lying to you this whole time. These aren't people. <laughs> 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 uh, he make he makes assumptions and then spouts and then takes closer looks and it's like I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna wait until Sean explains everything in detail before I I say anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, the amount of backpedaling on Leaf this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, there there are there do happen to be. Over there, lying a few feet away, there's a human, a halfling, a dwarf, another human, and this big fucking giant ass corpse of a strange creature. What is the big giant ass? Make a knowledge of nature. No, you. No, you. Ooh, he hit you with that okay. one. Okay, that's a 16. Uh, you're not sure. Oh, that's that's not good. Not something Leaf's not sure about? <laughs> in this episode even, weird even if he doesn't know he should still be sure about would it would you like to add a surge I die? would love to let me huck that d6 at you boy Ooh. that's a 6 for a 22 this is a patagak <clears throat> uh, it is a huge rather violent type of fae that is uh, like it, it. it's the kind that like goes into a hibernation and it's not a problem and then it wakes up causes a shit ton of havoc for a little bit eats its fill, which is usually made of people, and then goes back to sleep. And it was just like, in a group with all these people? Um, you would probably assume that they were fighting it. Um, it does have a variety of wounds on its body, uh, but we are getting into a time gap here, so I'm gonna go back over to Shadow right quick. Yeah. Okay, so Shadow, you run into the woods it's... after it. Uh, it hasn't taken any action yes. other than to move currently, so what are you doing? I'm, I'm going to shoot the bow at it again. If uh, the Umbral Servant can get close enough to hit it, he will do that. Okay. Uh, the Umbral Servant will chase it, but they have the same speed, so... Okay. Uh, so I fire... 1323 to hit. Hey, 23 will once again, or it like glances off of a tree, like right behind it, and then just glances off of its armor plating. Uh, that is all I can do in one turn. So, since you actually physically hit it this time, it is going to make a perception. It's going to stop moving. It's going to make a strength check. It is going to make an attack roll. Actually, no, it's not going to make an attack roll because of how this works. I need you to make a reflex save is how this works. 
Oh, am I close enough to it? I need a reflex. Ah, uh, yeah, twenty. All right. So you you spot it. I think it would probably be a little outside of its range of of your dark vision. So you you just notice like the ship moving around in the distance with the moonlight. I I have very long dark. Vision. Oh, that's right. How long is it? One twenty. 90? 90? Okay, it would be just inside. It stops, turns around, rips out a small tree from the ground, and hucks it at you. <laughs> that is not very nice! Uh, and, I'm sorry, what was your reflex again? <laughs> 20. 20. Uh, do you have uh, evasion? Yes. Okay, so you completely avoid this attack. I'm sneaky and fist. So, that happens. Let's go back to the party that's not in combat. Um, great. So, armed with that information, Riley will uh, say, um, can can we hear Shadow in the distance, or has she gotten, like, a distance away where we can't even really... No, she wouldn't be but you probably You probably heard her just scream at the creature that this was not very nice. Uh, followed by a very loud crashing sound. Okay, Brock isn't really... After hearing that, Brock's not going to wait for anything else. He's just going to run in there, figure stuff out when he gets there. Um... Yeah, so if Brock takes off, Riley's going to look at Leaf and uh, shake his head a little bit, and he'll say, um, I think I passed a creature on the way here. I don't feel comfortable leaving the caravan behind. Can you make sure that they both make it back safely? I, th- I think I'm probably better off guarding the caravan, all things considered. Okay, uh, Leaf, uh, a little more information that you would know about the Patagac. Um, they have supernaturally extra-dimensional stomachs, uh, which can actually be harvested in the and used in the making of things such as bags of holding. Oh. <laughs> um, yes, yes, Riley. Go into the woods while I harvest a bag of holding. Uh, that will take like harvesting takes a little bit. So um, that's okay. Box is strong. Another thing you would notice is like you feel something, uh, and like you turn back the other small creature that's on the ground. You like turn and look back at it, and there's like this glint of silver light, kind of just outlining it to you. Like a like a fairy fire. Uh, more like almost as if there were a silver fire shining near it, but there you don't actually see the fire. Interesting. Um, I see. So I, I guess I roll over. Dead. Yeah. It's just down. <laughs> I, I, I kind of approach and uh, think back to, to that dream uh, from that fateful night. And, uh, last night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that fateful last night. That has a very different meaning. <laughs> okay. okay, so for what it's worth, if uh, so based on Leaf's last comments, if he like begins uh moving towards like the body to check the stuff out i guess um riley's not gonna really hesitate any longer and he'll just nod um and tell leaf to uh watch out for the caravan and if he hears a whistle to go back as quickly as possible and riley will give chase to brock okay you're gonna catch up you're gonna catch up real fast <laughs> <laughs> is your movement speed 20 uh, yeah been? okay great it's always good, good stuff Although, uh, I feel like at that, he would actually probably be using the mythic powers to burn to get extra actions, like the extra standard action, to actually get a third move out of it. So he would be triple moving through the woods here. So that would bring him up to 
what Riley can do in a regular turn. <laughs> we just need to get you like a horse. The power of the gods, I can run at normal human speed. <laughs> well, it, uh, I'm assuming the woods are difficult terrain, right? Is that yeah? And I, okay. I'm not I'm not actively making that be a thing because everything is affected by it. So sure, sure. Hey Brock, uh, Mr. Leonhard, my base movement speed is sixty. You have to do this to me. <laughs> you could have you could have just kept that to yourself. I would have. Man, I would have. I looked at that power to oh. bring up my movement speed to sixty for a long time. <laughs> Just have uh, Shadow carry Brock through the woods. Yes, piggyback. Gives you plus 12 to jump. Just like a mobile firing platform. <laughs> yeah, but I don't... That, that just feels kind of humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I behave now. Mute button. Uh, but but yeah, just... Leaf is just... Go help them. I'll, I'll take care of the caravan and uh, roll over to the bodies and, I guess, cut back to our intense foot chase. So, Shadow, we're going to go with it's your turn. Okay. Uh, the others are uh, running up on you, slowly. Okay, how far away is the creature? Uh, the creature is probably about 80 feet away from you. Yes, I want to move to get uh, within 20 feet. And uh, last spell of this level, but uh, we cast uh, Shadow Binding. Okay, so that that is going to be important for the sake of difficult terrain, uh, because your movement speed is sixty. You have thirty effectively in this terrain. Yes, I do. I do not have the thing yet. That so let's meet. So uh, I can I can set the the uh, uh, mythic point to uh, just be there. Yes, you can do that too. And then I cast uh, the Shadow Binding. If it fails its will save, it's entangled in its own shadow. Okay, well, with that natural uh, two, it's going to fail. So it is entangled. It no longer can, can run like it. All right, so it is now at quarter speed moving through this terrain. And Shadow is just going to holler at it and say, would you stand still so I can kill you? It roars at you. The umbral servant, he could not get there yet. Well, he he was already closer, but I agree he's probably not there and able to attack just yet. The rest of you see her just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you still know, like, the direction, like, the creature roars, so, like, you know it's that way. Good, good. I take it y'all just take time to move. I think that's the plan. Hopping over branches, trying not to fall, trying not to run into trees, that sort of thing. Yeah, to hop, hopping over stuff. That's something I can do. I'm just and gonna... Courtesy of 101 skill uses, both of you please make me an acrobatics check. Ooh. Why? Yeah. Why? Gladly. <laughs> Why? Oh, it's 16. Less Seven. gladly. Oh, but I still beat Brock, so this is fine. It's not okay. hard. No, both of you are still uh, subjected to the difficult terrain. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, now we're gonna go back to Lee. All right. Well, uh, Leaf thinks back to his his vision with the 
it was it was the woman in the armor and the silver fire and mm-hmm. kind of connects the dots between the silver outline and the the general uh line of logic from that conversation which was purge the corruption and silver flame and I, I, I reach out to that that ember of silver fire that he's been gifted all right so you conjure it in your hand it more or less functions like uh uh produce flame uh except you don't know if there's anything else or less yeah uh well it, he's just gonna nail down to the body and just kind of offer his condolences uh i i don't know if you were ever a person uh but may you find peace and death and then he's just gonna like touch the flame to the creature's forehead and uh uh given its state uh go ahead and roll me 2d6 un d6 dos d6 that's seven seven total you place your hand on this thing and the fire quickly spreads over the body and there's this like sound as like it the fire just eats through it like it's nothing like it was flash paper almost and there's just this wisp of smoke left all right rinse and repeat on the other one the the aberrant faceless folks uh you would find that that one does not quite do the same uh it just kind of burns where you touch it it also being actually fully dead like it did it didn't it wasn't shining at all interesting uh, and-, and go ahead and just give me a percentile roll uh Oh, how do I... Uh, Right-click the D10. Oh. Percent. Uh, That's a 57. Something feels odd. You're not sure, but something feels odd. Just kind of stands up and calls Box to his side and uh, looks off into the immediate surroundings. If he doesn't see like a pair of beady little monster eyes peeking at him, <laughs> uh, he's he's going to say, uh, "Come on, let's go back to the cavern or caravan." And uh, starts digging a hole. <laughs> Dig, you fool! <laughs> so you you head back to the caravan. And yeah. we'll go back to the other group. Uh, you don't see any funny monsters standing in the trees on your way back. Um, all right, so the creature is going to move. And it's fucking quarter speed. <laughs> <laughs> I do this very well, yes. It pushes forward. Five feet toward you. It realizes it's not going to get very far very quickly doing this. <laughs> Makes a strength check. 
It rips another tree out of the ground. I need you to make a reflex save. Yes. Okay. These I am very good at too. A 22. A 22. You dodge. It's your turn. Okay. I shoot at it again. Okay. Uh, I'll say it only has no, you're close enough. You won't have any cover this time. Uh, <clears throat> I 24. 24 meets beats. Yes. Okay. So it takes uh, eight piercing and it takes four of fire slash coal. Okay. So, uh, the arrow doesn't seem to pierce very deeply, but it does react, it seems, to the energy of the damage, of the energy damage. Congratulations. And is uh, the, the unroll servant, is he close enough to whack him now? Uh, he can move up and whack him. It will provoke an attack of opportunity, however. <sighs> okay. Uh, 16 plus 9 is a 25. Uh, okay, well, let me deal damage. Uh, so, uh, the Umbral Servant, before he is able to approach completely, takes 14 points of damage. Is he still up? Oh, then I think he is dead. Okay, then he goes... Poof. Okay. This thing slams down on him with one of its massive fists. Okay. I think that is all I can do. All right. So the other two of you trudge through the woods. Give me an acrobatics trick. I'm so good at these. These are best skill. 19. 18. Yeah, okay. Both of you are still fully subjected to the uh, difficult terrain, but you are back within view of the uh, creature by the end of your turns. And her. Perfect. How long does that entanglement last, by the way? This is the question. I will go look. It, uh, duration, one round per level. All right. So, it cycles back around to its turn. It's going to move forward. It's going to attempt to rip out another tree, but this one doesn't want to quite give. So, it, it's five feet closer. Wait, how far away were you? You're muted. Oh shit, okay. So I don't know exactly I said I wanted to get within like 20 feet of it when I first cast the uh, entangles. Okay, well never mind. It's going to take one step closer to you with its move action and it's going to attempt to slam you. Okay. I'm not even going to ask, is... bother asking if that hits. 
Uh, you take 10 damage. Okay, this is fine. Alright. So, uh, it bashes you with its fist. Its big, heavy fist. And, yes. uh, now it's uh, going to be the boy's turn. You are uh, probably about 15 feet behind Shadow at this point. Great. Um, let's see. 15 feet behind her, the creature's, what, 10 feet in front of her? Uh, there's a 10-foot gap between her and the creature, yes. Okay. Yes, great, great. Um, yeah, Riley, uh, assuming he's leading Brock just by a little bit, is going to veer off to the side um, so that he can approach um, maybe from the creature's left side. All right. So you spend your turn moving. Yeah, great. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this thing big enough that I could just fire a rock at it from where I'm at? It, it is size huge, and that is mostly upper body. And then I'm going to do that, and then move up closer to them. Okay. Earth blast. Wow, that's a natural one. Uh, I'm going to use my ability that I remember that I have this time to re-roll that. Okay. I don't like that. That's a 21 total. And you go against full AC, correct? Do it as a full AC. Yep. So your rocks smash into its extraordinarily thick hide and just kind of, like, it it, it doesn't carry through. I'm sad. <laughs> you should be. Shadow, it's your turn again. Okay, I have a question. Yes? The creature is, is next to me, yes? Uh, it, there's a 10-foot gap between you. It has reach. Okay, but uh, am, I, am I allowed to use... Uh, Two swift actions and still step up to hit it. Um, if you use a swift and then you use another swift, it will consume your movement action. Hmm. Or I only need one if I do both. So I just uh, I use the swift action because uh, Shadow is getting upset with this creature, and uh, now it has the arcane strike. Okay. What are you What are you putting on it? Or are you just doing the normal one? No, I guess uh, plus two. Uh, I believe it's all to damage. Yes, it is to the damage. That is so sad because you're rolled a 19, but I need a 20 to crit with the bow. Do you 27 to hit? Oh, you hit. And then we do 9 of the piercing. Okay. And we do 4 of the fire cold. So once again, the arrow itself seems to do very little. But the cold and fire seems to help a little bit, though it does seem to heal slightly over time. Okay. It roars at you again. Yes, it likes to roar. Mm-hmm. It's its turn. It's pissed at you. You keep hitting it. Yeah, how much it hit me for this time? Uh, it's going to try and grapple you again. Okay, it can do this. Uh, 22? Yeah, CMD is only 19. Okay, so it grabs you. And it's not just going to immediately shove you in its face this time. It holds you up to its face. And that's its turn. So that's going to be Riley and Brock's turn. Oh no, it has Shadow. Uh, how close at this point um, would Riley be to the uh, beefy boy? Say 15, 20 feet of it. Off to the side you wanted. Yeah, okay, 15, 20 feet. 
it probably knows I'm there. There's we weren't being stealthy. Right. I don't really want to provoke by moving in, but if we're in difficult terrain, uh, getting into melee with it, it's I'm gonna have to provoke. Well, you could just wait until Brock is done because Brock's running right at it. He's gonna provoke. He doesn't really give a shit. You can also attempt to defeat its combat maneuver defense with an acrobatics check. Yeah, but that slows down my movement speed, doesn't it? No. Really? Oh. Yeah, it, it just prevents AOOs. Okay, yeah, I, I thought that slowed you down. I think that's if you're moving through them, not if you're just moving through the space. Okay. I, I might be wrong, but that's what we're going to go with for now. That's fine. Uh, I will uh, gladly take that challenge. Then I can roll an acrobatics. I'm actually going to spend a point of panache so I can add uh, Daring Doe to it so I can roll a d6 along with that and add them together. Okay. For a nice 26 total. Is there anything you would like to do before I reveal the result? No, I'll eat it if it happens. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you were one shy. <laughs> That's fine. It is going to backhand you with the hand in which... Uh, or is going to attempt to backhand you. You rephrase with the hand in which uh, Shadow is held. Does a 19 hit you? No. No, okay, sir. Misses. Wow, okay. Ducking right underneath that shit. Um, yeah, then I still have a standard left, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to plunge the rapier as far into this thing as I can get it. All right. Uh, okay, so my attack dies a nat 20 for a total of 30, but my confirmation die only brings me up to 17. Okay, so it will not confirm. Okay. In that case, that is a total of 23 damage. Okay. 23. Uh, you... Uh, your sword's not made of cold iron, is it? No. No, it is not. Okay. Uh, so you stab into it, you notice that it does resist the blade some, but you still jab it pretty deep. Uh, and it and it like kind of lets out this deep growl. Sure. Uh, Riley just thematically gives out like a, a sharp whistle to, I guess, keep its focus on him. All right. But that's thematic. Shadow, Shadow will look down and see Riley down there and be like, Mr. Warheim, you come to pay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've come to save you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let me let, let me see. Uh, be damsel. Help! Help! Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Riley gives like a sharp grin at that. This is fun. Okay, we got this. Good. And then Brock. Brock is, Brock is gonna move up and do pretty much the same thing. I'm gonna try and stab it with my rock sword. Only a 17, though. That's probably not gonna hit. No, it won't. Uh, but he's gonna look up to Shadow in this thing's hand, and he's as she's feigning being a damsel. He's going to ask, "But seriously, though, are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, this is fun. And as she says that, this okay. thing uh, is going to attempt to maintain its grapple. It's not difficult. It, it will do it unless it rolls a one. All right. So in doing so, it lifts you up. And you yes. can see now that atop of its body, there is a wickedly hooked horn, which it is about to jab Ooh. you down on. Oh. Okay. So you take 13 damage. Okay. And then it's going to, uh, so yeah, it's going to attempt to move away from Riley. Uh, this will, however, provoke. Hello. Let's do it. Uh, that's a provoke from me too. 
Uh, yeah, like, it'll provoke from both of you. Perfect. I got a 26 to hit. Uh, that will hit. That is. Got a 16. That's not going to hit. <laughs> You're trying. Uh, that's another 23 damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, very nice. You had this really great moment earlier where you killed that creature and Riley wasn't here to see it. And as soon as Riley shows up, you just start missing. <laughs> Riley's my bad luck charm. It's fine, though. <laughs> someday, someday you'll surprise Riley. You'll do something really, really awesome. Oh, they won't be now. You never know. <laughs> this thing does not look particularly bothered so far. I'm, I'm just going to say. <laughs> uh, it is It is now uh, Riley and Brock's turn. I don't get to try to get out of the scrapple at all, or? Oh, that's that's right. Yes, yes, you do. My apologies. <laughs> I was the same. I just stuck here. Yeah, you're dead. That was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah I, great. I, I'll roll up my third character. Oh, well, her grandma's um, going to be pissed. <laughs> Oh. Escape artist or uh, grapple? I, yeah, I'm, I was supposed to say. I'm guessing I can't just teleport out of a grapple. Uh, you could, but you need to make a concentration. I rolled an 18. Add numbers to that. <laughs> you succeed. Go ahead and give yourself back those hit points. Where did you teleport to? Out of this creature's reach, if at all possible. About 40 feet back. In that case, I'm rehashing what it did on its turn. Riley, what's your Be- CMD? Uh, enough. I beat whatever you rolled for sure. <laughs> no, my uh, CMD's a 22. A 22. Okay. It reaches down and insta... In, in, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll still say it stepped away first uh, so that I don't have to read through its damage and it's not going to immediately swallow you. So That'd be great. Uh, it picks you up. Great. Good. Perfect. You're grappled. Awesome. Uh. Just teleport away, Mr. Motorheim. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what if I could? It's now your turn, Riley and Brock. It's the only thing that I can do that's different than hitting it requires me to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the entangled thing, it's already entangled. Yeah, it is the entangled thing, but it doesn't matter. I'd have to damage it first anyway. And I'm just I'm gonna stab it with stab it with a rock sword. Okay. Uh, I will be to actually maybe hit it this time. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a uh, throw a surge die on there, so that All you right. know maybe I hit it. A three plus four. That's twenty-seven. Yeah, there we go. There you go. For almost and minimum that's... damage for thirteen. Good. It hurts it a little. Uh, you do get through its thick skin and quickly regenerating outer hide. Just a little. Quick question, because it's kind of important. Did I? How, how many turns did I have to use the amazing initiative thing to catch up to them? Was it... Four. Four? Okay. Well, my options are a CMP or an escape artist check. And uh, fortunately, I think they're the same. Or you can attempt to just attack it with a one-handed or light weapon. Well, that's true. For some reason, I thought it was only light weapons, which is why I guess my brain just was like, nope, can't do that with a rapier. But yes, I guess I can stab it in the wrist. That sounds like a good thing to do. It's a minus two because I'm grappled, right? Correct. And are you attempting a cold shot or just thematically stinging it? I'm just thematically because that's probably the only part he can reach. (laughs) Um... 
That's only a 15 to hit. And that is going to fail. Great. Good. Good stuff. That's what I wanted. Little did you know. <laughs> uh, actually, wait. You know what? Um, I have plenty of these points. I think at this point. Let's see. Because um, that was just a standard action to attack it. So I think I would like to uh, spend a mythic point to make a sudden strike as a swift action. So okay. let's do that. That's both at advantage and ignores DR, correct? Yes, exactly. So with advantage, but at the minus two for being grappled, that brings me to a 19 to hit. That's shit. You rolled bad, didn't you? Yeah, it could have been better. It could have yeah, been that's, better. That's going to mess. Great. Good stuff. Don't you have like a 14 to 20 crit range on that thing? Yeah, I do. I just uh, don't. Uh, I haven't really rolled high on my confirmation. Today. Shadow would like to say a prayer for Mr. Morheim's face. Uh, that's that's and fine. Shadow might have to make a prayer for Mr. Morheim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it is now Shadow's turn. Okay, the shadow, this time she's going to spin the mythic point so she can fire two shots, okay? Okay. So, uh, the first one, the first one does not hit, because I'm rolled a seven one, guys. So the first one misses. The second one does a 23 hit. A 23 will just miss. It is against the flat-footed. Oh, it's against flat-footed. Yes. That will hit, yes. Okay, we only do a uh, four piercing, but we do a uh, six golden fire, and DR does not count. Oh, and DR does not count. Okay. Because that's the reason it says I get to shoot flat-footed, and DR does not mean Two more damage. I forgot my orcing strike is still on. So now this thing's starting to look. Uh, it's not bloodied, but it's starting to get a lot closer, though it does seem to, once again, it, it does seem to be slowly healing over time. Would David hurry up and die so I can eat my sneakers? Yeah, Brock, hurry up and kill it. <laughs> hey, you've, you've seen how effective I am against this thing. Alright, is that all you're doing with your turn, Shadow? Yes. Alright, maintaining grapple. Didn't roll a one. Riley, you're going in its mouth. Wow, if I had a nickel. You take seven damage as you're raked by the teeth along the way. <laughs> wow, if I had a Make nickel. Make an acrobatics check. Sure. Uh, that's a 22. Okay, you land soft enough. Uh, but you are very obviously in an acid-filled muscular pit that's kind of bigger than the creature outside of it. <laughs> awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, that was its move action. Brock. Yes. I don't suppose you have a CMD of 23. I don't, but I might. It's possible. I don't. And then you are grappled, sir. I would like to not be. I'm sorry. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Y'all could have just let it run away. <laughs> I was not a part of that. I know you weren't. Riley thought it was a giant threatening monster. <laughs> you didn't really have a choice. It certainly <laughs> is a giant threatening monster. <laughs> it was going to kill Shadow. What's Shadow's fault? <laughs> No, I have to kill the monster because it was attacking people on the road and killing them, and I have taken the vows. Technically. Technically, I mean, the monster on the road was dead, and they were just eating him. Uh, that te aside. Technically, these things 
did not do the killing, at least that you saw. They were just eating. Technically. It is still not nice to eat the trap. Is being grappled by this thing going to stop me from trying to slash at it? No, uh, it just imparts minus two for the grappling penalty. Uh, do I have escape artist? If I don't, I should have. Nope, I don't. Mm. Brock, Riley, it's y'all's turn. <laughs> Go ahead and do what you're doing. <laughs> well, this is the first for me as a player. I've never been swallowed whole before, so thank you for the experience. You haven't? Wow. Yeah, no, I haven't played in a lot of uh, games that gotten up to points where creatures can swallow people. Really been missing out. It's it's fun. Yeah, I'm finding out. So, um, like, okay, so so Riley's in this weird space with acid, and like, I'm sure it smells bad. So, like, his immediate reaction is like pull up his shirt a little bit to cover his face. But I think he only has two options: either to if there's like see like can he see like walls? I guess of the wherever yeah. he is. Yeah, it's either to try to climb up and out or to try to puncture through. You do have both of those options. I guess he's going to see how far his uh, blade will slip in from the inside so that at least he knows if it can maybe help him climb out. So just attacking the creature from the inside, I guess, is what I'd like to do. Great. Fucking do it. That's a 27 to hit. Okay. Uh, That will hit. Uh, do you know that you still take the minus two from being grappled while in here as the muscular mast is oh, not okay. so nice to you. But that's still plenty enough. Yes. Great. Well, then, does a 20 confirm? Uh, 20 will confirm, yes. Uh, it's softer on the inside. Wow. Okay, great. In that case, I rolled minimum damage, which is still awesome. So, uh, 51. Ah, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to attack it from the outside, but it might just die before I could do that. Well, no, uh, when you attack from the inside... Does it not actually take it, full it, damage? It has its own hit points. Like, okay. it, the, that amount of hit points will be taken from the creature, but not more than the amount that it has. Uh, so you stab through, wrenching around, and you pop a hole, which immediately, like, vacates you. It, Unlike normal swallowing hole, due to the spatial distortion, you're kind of shunted out. And you come out through a, a hole about the size of a softball and then just splatter onto the ground. Well, you don't splatter onto the ground. You, you fall onto the ground covered in acid and goop. Great. Can, uh, is he relatively near Shadow as he gets plopped out? Um, she's 40 feet away. You are immediately adjacent. To her or the creature? No, to the creature. Okay. It's like it's shot 40 feet away. I assume the 20 is not going to hit this thing. Yay. <laughs> Great, good. As as Brock watches this, Riley go into this thing's mouth, he's gonna be like, "Riley, no!" And then immediately Riley's gonna come out the side. He's gonna be like, "Riley, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Turns out I can teleport. I told you it was easy. It's easier than I thought. Like most things, it's just using my sword. It is not how I do it. All right, so it is. It now does look bloodied. It is pretty fucked up from that little hole in its side. Uh, but that little hole is starting to close up. So, uh, Brock, uh, what are you doing? I tried to hit it. 20's probably not going to hit. Uh, 20 will not hit, no. Uh, well, it, it physically will hit, but it won't do. Anyway. Um, you'll notice that it, like, kind of, like, grumbles and shrieks. Uh, it looked like it was gonna shove you in its mouth, 
but now it like puts its other hand like over that hole and then it's going to attempt to uh maintain its grapple or wait shadow your turn first sorry okay i have a question yes how fierce is this hole in his side uh at a rate of one hit point per round could i uh, run up to this creature and forcing my hand through the hole drop my alchemist fire inside you can certainly try what kind of role do I have to make for this? <laughs> this seems mildly familiar. Okay, so I'm gonna need you to make me a melee attack roll. A melee attack roll. We got the bonuses from my weapons. It is a plus five. So, so a twenty. Okay, so uh, it is going to get an attack of opportunity against you before you get there. Just as a note. Yes, that is okay. How much damage I did? Well, it rolled a one, so none. Huh. <gasps> oh! Wow. Uh, so you get up in there, you shove your arm with an alchemist fired through, and uh, I'm going to roll a percentile to see if it breaks. If not, Brock, if Brock gets swallowed, he might be able to do something. Uh, high or low? High. Uh, you drop it, and nothing happens. And your arm is just kind of sticking through this hole. Well, she will try to pull her arm back off. It, feel, it feels a little weird. Yeah, well, life is weird. No, life is strange. Hmm. Existence is pain. Or me seats. All right. So that's its turn. It is going to maintain its grapple. And it's going to shove you on its horn for 16 damage. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use my Absorb Blow, burn a point, immediately ignore 10 of that, I think. Okay. My DR will also allow me to ignore most of that as well. All right. So you greatly reduce that damage. It says I gain DR 1 Epic for every 10 points I I resisted from that. Does that take place immediately or will that be from this turn on or like starting next turn? Uh, then it'll take place immediately. Okay, then I take one damage from that. So you resist a shit ton of that damage. Um, and uh, so you're just like, ow, my tum-tum. Uh, I look, I look very unconcerned with a giant horn going through my stomach as it does a single damage. But uh, an arm being placed in the hole has prevented it from closing, so it's not going to attempt to swallow you as a move action. Instead, simply turn to face the others, uh, and it will be Riley's turn. You are prone. You are covered in bleh. How How far away is the creature from me? Uh, it is right there. You are immediately adjacent to it. Shadow is adjacent to you. Okay. That's neat. So, um, as a swashbuckler, as long as I have one point of panache, I can kip up as a move action. Okay. Which is awesome, so I'm going to do that. Prevents AOOs, I take it? Uh, I'm assuming so. Unfortunately, I didn't copy the language of it into... Okay. Um, but well, I think, We'll say it does. I think normally jumping up is a move action that provokes, so it must be something special. So it'll hop up, and then um, I'm going to give this creature the old one-two. Stabby stab. Okay. That is a uh, 26 to hit and a 26 to confirm. Uh, yes, confirm. Great, so that's 53 damage this time. All right. Is it still alive? 
it is down. It drops Brock, uh, and it f- falls to its knees, and then grumbles something in a language none of you understand, and then falls over. You say it drops me, like... Make an acrobatics check. Fall off <laughs> of its face? Like, did it? was it still holding me and just slammed me into its horn, or was I actually, like, impaled? Yeah, that, like, it, it didn't impale you on the horn. Oh, okay, I thought you it was, like, impaled on it. No, it, it drops you. Make an acrobatics. Bye. <laughs> because you're like 20 feet in the air. Oh. So you take nine fall damage. Does DR work with that? Yeah, I think so. I take four fall damage. Uh, with, with that comment, yeah, hats would have actually technically been better at this uh, for reasons I won't explain, but have to do with his special power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, okay. Quote unquote better. You do a lot of fucking damage on a crit. <laughs> Because I'm a striker. That's what I'm built for. <laughs> he'd, have, yeah. he'd have been better than me. We, we could have. We no, don't oversell yourself, Brock. No, I'm not. You soak damage. <laughs> I'm overselling myself. <laughs> you were a target. That was also good. <laughs> Since Riley has been in combat with this thing for a little bit, once it drops, does it look like does it look like it's regenerating at all? Um, it is still healing. It, it has fast healing. It doesn't have regeneration. Okay, so it is healing? It's downed, but not dead. Yeah, it, it, it's downed, it's not dead. Oh, okay. Well, um, let's, uh, I guess, coup de gras the fuck out of this thing. Okay, there's no way in hell it's going to survive three people coup de grawing it, so. <laughs> it's just the three of us standing around it, kicking in the head over and over again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. See, this was fun. I'm covered in stomach juice. This and blood. It wash off. Here, I, I I can clean you. Brock is gonna look at his stomach wound. He's gonna say, "This this is not what I would consider fun." Well, didn't you just I mean, take one damage? Yeah, but it's I was still. <laughs> He's got a scratch on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fall hurt me more. Abs of solid stone. Come, Brock. Riley will put a sloppy hand on uh, Brock's shoulder and say, "You you have to admit, there's sort of a." epic joy about these sorts of encounters yes the the removal of dangerous creatures from the world is important but yes Riley gestures towards the creature with his rapier flinging off some stomach juice from his blade and saying see Brock we did that that was us we're heroes probably I still don't know what on earth that is or why we were fighting it, or what it was doing here, or really pretty much anything, but I knew know that the threat has been defeated. And he sheathes his blade with a squish. It is a monster, Mr. Morgan. Oh, well that answers everything. Yes. We should rejoin Leaf, get Brock's wounds tended to, and make sure the caravan's okay. I think my wounds will be fine. Yes. I wish that uh, the truth was here because then he could just pet me on the shoulder and I would be better. <laughs> oh, oh, the cat followed us. <laughs> <laughs> Greymalk is just like, feed me! Well, right. Leaf tends to have that ability to uh, make people better. Yes. In fact, it's the only one. Which for, 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 okay. for what it matters, um, uh, if, if you might remember, Chris, the entity that you recently interacted with was you came to know as the truth. Yes. Yes. Um, Riley's still kind of like 
mentally going through a lot and processing a lot. So he uh, he's going to cling to getting back to the caravan and make sure they're okay as kind of a uh, priority. Okay. And just... Uh, Shadow will use her magic as she follows behind back and just clean all the goo off Mr. Morheim as we walk. Yes, that's appreciated. She does not appreciate sticky men. <laughs> Riley just holds a hand to his mouth, shakes his head, and says, of course. Riley. Yes. In your left ear, you, you hear a, a, a very familiar female voice chastising you for a, a dirty joke. And in your right ear, you hear a very familiar male voice laughing at said joke. Whatever joke was going through your head. Yes, probably a couple of them, but sure. Uh, yeah, he uh, just like closes his eyes, shakes his head a little bit. Um, and the chuckle he had at Shadow's comment probably just turns into a strange smirk as we walk through the woods back to the caravan. Thank you for listening, everybody, and I hope you liked that episode. We've got more coming up in a couple of weeks. Let us know on social media what you think is going on with these crimson creatures. You can find us on Twitter at A-E-T-E-R-N-A-P, that's at A-T-E-R-N-A-P, and at Eldritch Dream. Also, please consider going over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. They really do help out, but not as much as if you just go ahead and tell your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to share a podcast. Thank you, everybody, and as always, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.